guys, welcome back to another episode of Clothes Over Bros. This is episode 9, The Turtle and the Hare. So before I get started, this episode's a wee bit different. Um, I'm really excited to see how this goes. Basically, I the, for this week's episode, sorry it's a wee bit late, but like I wanted to have one of my friends on and we've both been so busy with uni and going back to work, we both work in retail as well, so the shops have opened back and we just like couldn't find the time to do it before the Friday. Um, so yeah, this will be, I think I'm going to put this out at the same time as episode 10, so anyway, um, yeah, so I just thought I would have one of my friends on, Rachel, and we actually went to college together, um, just a bit of background, we went to college together in Glasgow, uh, I just went to the college for a year before I moved to another one, but um, yeah, that's how we know each other, and that was in 2018, um, we did like a textile course, so uh, yeah, we, well I know that Rachel has watched um, the films before, so I asked her if she wanted to uh, talk about one of the episodes. Um, so yeah, and I kind of thought this episode I needed a little bit of, not maybe a little bit of help, maybe a little bit of assistance talking about one of the topics. Um, so yeah, and obviously I wanted to have an episode where it's not just me talking and like me having a discussion with someone else. Um, I feel like that'll flow a bit better as well um, rather than me basically talking to nobody and um yeah I just thought it would make a nice change um so before I play obviously I've recorded it with me and Rachel on zoom um so before I get to that part I think I'm gonna separate it into like part one part two like to make sense for people because I'm not like a queen at editing yet um so I'll just give a wee recap on like last week's because I actually can't remember what I couldn't remember what uh, last week's episode was about but um last week's episode episode eight was threes a crowd and obviously that was mainly covering threesomes um where Charlotte and the guy that she was seeing in that episode wants to have a threesome but that never happened um yeah I mean I don't really think anything else happened to Charlotte in that episode um so she's basically going to be single going into this episode again um which isn't a bad thing but uh there's just Charlotte has a lot of I'm not I'm noticing as I'm writing down my notes and stuff yes I write notes um the Charlotte has I think the most boyfriends in the first season definitely I don't know about the whole series but definitely the first season like Gal can get a boyfriend. Anyway, um, so that's really what happened with her. Um, Miranda kind of had a weird storyline in the last episode just with um, feeling a bit left out that none of the girls would want to have her in a hypothetical threesome. And then we have Samantha who... Was that the real set episode where she's... Oh, no, that's the cheating episode. What was she doing? Wait, let, bear with... Oh! Was she sleeping with a married man? Because I was not a fan of that um, episode. Wait, so unprepared. Um, this is how stressed I am. Right, okay. Where are we? Where are we? Where are we? What's Samantha doing? What's Samantha doing? Right, yes. Samantha was sleeping with a married man. Yes? I've got that written down. I think that's what was happening. Um. So, yeah. Uh, not ideal. Like, I wouldn't... I'm not for the sleeping with a married guy, like, oh, I just don't get why people would do that, but, 
that's obviously what Samantha was doing and that obviously led to the threesome bit because the man had a wife and blah blah um, and then Carrie found out that uh, Mr Big had been married before and yeah there was just she got kind of a shock with that and met his ex-wife um, so that's really what happened in the other episode I just wanted to give that wee recap so we know where everyone's at so basically everyone's single apart from Carrie Carrie's still with Mr Big um, and that's where we're at for episode 9 so I'm just going to quickly go over the episode just a wee bit um, in case uh, it sounds a bit um, different the way me and Rachel are talking about it um, I see him way too much <laughs> so yeah uh, we have like the main things in this episode really are what like it links to the opening scene it always links back to that in this episode of the four girls being at a wedding um, of someone called Brooke, she's got married and it's just a typical Upper East Side rich wedding, <laughs> like it's way over the top and the four girls are there and they're all wearing black, like why would you wear black to a wedding? But I don't know who decided that but um, yeah they're all wearing black dresses which I thought was weird. They kind of look awful as well, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, they don't look great. Uh, but yeah, like no offence to them, but um, yeah. Uh, no shock that Samantha gets talking to a guy at the wedding. That appears later on in the episode. That's like important to remember. Um, also, we are introduced to the turtle at um, the wedding, which obviously links to why the episode is called the turtle in the hair. Um, but basically the turtle is, that's like his nickname. Uh, I think his second name is like Turtle Bine or something like that. Um, and what's his first name? Have I written it down? I've just written down the turtle. I can't remember what his first name is. I'm really bad at sorry. I'm really bad at this. Um, but yeah, uh, we're introduced to him. He's a single guy and he's known for having really bad breath. And he's also not the most, not got the most interesting chap. Like maybe someone would, but yeah, I can explain that in detail with Rachel. But um, yeah, so we're introduced to him, and Carrie kind of says that at the wedding there's always two singles tables, and the turtle is at their singles table, and yeah, they just are a bit bored. They don't really stay long at the wedding, and they don't really get talking to anyone else. It's this thing of being at the single table that it's quite awkward and uncomfortable I mean at least they have each other and they're not there on their own um but yeah that's kind of the main focus at the wedding and then we have when all four girls are leaving the wedding and or is it just the three I think it's just I think it's just Miranda, Charlotte and Carrie this is how much I paid attention guys like it was a bit of a rush I'm not gonna lie um but they're leaving I know what the episode's about <laughs> I just can't remember every single detail um the three girls are leaving the wedding, so not Samantha. And Brooke sort of gives them a hug and like gives them all like a wee bit of advice. It's a kind of weird goodbye. Like she hugs Miranda and she says, I can't believe I finally did it. And Miranda kind of rolls her eyes behind her back. And then she tells, Brooke tells Charlotte, um, you're next. Uh, her husband has got some great friends. And obviously Charlotte's really happy with that and thinks that's really nice. Um, and then we have Brooke telling Carrie, it's better to love someone who loves you. No, it's 
Especially to marry someone who loves you more than you love them. Which Carrie kind of makes a face at, like she's a bit shocked by. Um, and that sort of sets up the theme of the episode. But um, that's not the first time I've heard that saying. Like, my gran would say that, um, for sure. And I'm sure my mum said that to me before, that that's like an older generation thing that that's been said. But I don't know how I feel about that. And I can talk to Rachel about that one. But, um, yeah, that's kind of setting up the episode um, for because Carrie mentions that Brooke had said that the guy that she was marrying, she thought he was really boring. So and then she's ended up marrying him. Um. So she said that to Carrie, and I guess to justify why she married him. But yeah, I mean the guy's rich. Let's face it, that's the main reason why she married him. Um. Apart from after the wedding as well, uh, we have Samantha, um, going on a date with the guy that she met at the wedding and he kind of disappears he says he needs a minute and he disappears and about half an hour later he's still not come back to see her they're at a bar and he's still not come back to the table and she realizes that he's dumped her for someone else and at this point as she's leaving she runs into the turtle he remembers her from the wedding and she sits with him and they kind of get talking and she tells Carrie that he's like a fixer-upper and she's going to fix him and get him nice clothes and try help with the breath and things like that. Um, So yeah, uh, that's kind of what Samantha's doing in this episode. Again, I'll talk more in detail, but I'm just kind of giving an idea of what each thing is about. You know what I mean? Like, planning it out <laughs> before I talk about it in detail. Um. What else has happened? Oh, Stanford. Stanford is in this episode. Thank you, God. Um, love him. Favourite, as I said before. Uh, he says that... Because obviously gay marriage wasn't legal at the time, but um, when it should have been. Uh, but he says that he will only get his inheritance from his grandmother if he gets married. And obviously she doesn't know that he's gay. So he says to Carrie, what about if we get married? Um, And you would get, because by this point, Mr Big has told Carrie that he never wants to get married again. So if Carrie married Stanford, she would get be married and Stanford would get his inheritance. Um, And Carrie also tells Mr Big this and he's kind of, it's a bit awkward about it. Um, Yeah, and we meet Stanford's gran and she was wearing an unreal Chanel suit. It's like pink with the black like piping around the blazer and the wee skirt. It's so cute. Um, and she's got loads of family photographs, which also I love. Like I just love see um at my grandpa's they've got loads of family photographs. I'm like, oh so cute. Um and I like I've got loads of photo albums in my room that I just go through all the time. Um but yeah no I really like that scene they sort of Stanford takes Carrie to meet his grandmother and obviously they're not getting married. But um, it turns out that Stanford's grandmother does know she's gay. I'm um, sorry, he's gay, and tells Carrie that, and doesn't tell Stanford. So Carrie kind of realizes Stanford's never getting his inheritance. Um, and then we have Stanford's gran asking, um, does Carrie want like the family and the wedding all day? And Carrie says yes, she does. And Stanford kind of chokes when he's drunk. He's totally shocked that she said that because she doesn't seem that way 
Um, and yeah, that's really the episode. That's um. Oh no, it isn't. I'm lying. I've missed out like one of the biggest bits. Oh my god, guys, sorry. The bit that I haven't mentioned is basically the girls have a conversation about not seeing anyone, being single, how to get sex, that kind of thing. And Miranda mentions that she has a vibrator uh, called the rabbit. And Charlotte is like kind of uncomfortable about it and is kind of like, well, I'd rather do it with a man. Um, and Miranda says, at least I know where my next orgasm is coming from. Um, just a fair point. Uh, so yeah, we then have a scene where Charlotte and Carrie buy the rabbit and the episode for like Charlotte and her storyline here is that she's addicted to the rabbit. Um, so yeah, the vibrator section is what I kind of wanted help with talking about um, because yeah, I don't really know what to say um, or where to begin. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of um, Charlotte's storyline, the vibrator. Carrie's storyline in this episode is that her boyfriend never wants to get married. Uh, Stanford's got a wee storyline with his grand and he's gay. Um, Samantha's storyline is that she's seen the turtle. And then we've got, yeah, and I've said, what's Miranda doing? Guys, what's Miranda doing? See, this is the thing as well. Miranda doesn't really have a big bit in this episode and she didn't in the other. I feel like they go through phases. Um, see, Miranda wasn't didn't really have a big storyline in this episode. Um, gotten, because I really like her. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of everything. Have I missed anything out? Have I missed anything? I don't think I have. We also kind of have this funny scene with uh, Carrie and Charlotte at yoga. And Charlotte's like doing it properly and she's very athletic and um, Carrie is the opposite. <laughs> um, like I'll put up a picture. Carrie's knees are like bent when they should be straight, yeah. Anyway, because um, Charlotte's kind of the fitness one out there for them. Um, but yeah, no, that's the uh, like, sort of the synopsis, if you like, of the episodes. And this will be part one. And then I will obviously record it with Rachel and that'll be part two. So I hope you enjoy and have a nice day. Hopefully the weather will be really nice. So yeah, enjoy. Okay. I think it's recording. I think that means recording. Okay, so that means, yes, yes, they can all hear this right now, but don't really mind right okay and I can probably edit that bit out right that's fine okay it's recording now perfect okay okay now I feel a bit oh right okay (laughs) um so obviously we've got the wedding at the beginning um and opening up to that scene and it's one of those like do you call it do they they call it wasps do you know what I mean when like, do you know what Whoa. I mean when I say like wasps? Like they have this thing like rich New York people like on right. the side. Okay. They call them what? It's like very traditional as well. Her dress is horrendous. Yeah, it's um, awful. And I'm gonna put it out there because that's this is one of the first ever episodes I've watched, and I was expecting 
great stuff and then when I seen her dress I was like oh my god what is happening here I don't know who designed that but it was given it was a bit like Princess Diana's yeah like yeah, meringue really nice. like puffy. over the top puffy sleeves yeah you see no shape in her body at all <laughs> also the guy let's just go to the guy that she married I didn't write down what he was called um I know she's called Brooke but mm-hmm. I didn't write down what he was called because I was like well, to be honest um I'm gonna be honest but I haven't written that many notes um that's okay. that's I was like skimming over it but whatever he's called also he was a bit of a let down I, I yeah. wouldn't put them together like looks wise when I saw him I was like have they done that on purpose I think so and didn't didn't even the girls say that that they were surprised about who she went for mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like Carrie had once she'd said to Carrie once that she found him like Brooke found this guy quite boring or something that mm-hmm. something like that and then this is the guy that she's married um and I remember the part where she's hugging them all and she's like you know just not giving them all advice but just saying a wee something to each of them yeah. and I can't remember who she said it to it might have been Carrie but she said our relationship works best when they like you more than you like them mm-hmm. something like that yeah no I've written that down I was going to talk to you about that but like because I've had that said to me before by me family too. me too I've had so many of my pals say that and even working with all girls in my work you do see it in some relationships you're like he is like so obsessed with her and she's not really that bothered but it works yeah it's weird no um I've had that said by like grandparents yeah (laughs) (laughs) being like in the future that's or like um once my grand said to me uh it's better to be someone's darling than someone's mate ah I've never heard that before that's I guess that's kind of like similar that you're in the better position than them if you Mm -hmm. like but um yeah that was weird and I would definitely be Miranda in that like the eye roll did mm-hmm. you notice that like yeah. after Brooke hugged Miranda Miranda like smiled at her then rolled her eyes as she walked away I was like yeah that would definitely be me but like what they're all wearing is they're all in black I was just about to say that that's the first thing I said when I seen it as I said they were all in black they look their like makeup is funeral. shocking yeah it really is and they're are they not sitting at the kids table no they um they've got two singles tables right that's where I will be at everybody's <laughs> wedding I'll be sitting right next to you it's fine it will be the funny table we'll be, we'll be at Julia's wedding at the single table Erin will be sitting with us as well so Lois who are we getting yeah let's face it that's so funny we'll be the four girls all in black like dressed. we'll be dressed better we will be in all black but we'll look so much better <laughs> Oh, and I really hope that there's not a guy like the turtle there with oh, a, the smelly breath no that's one thing that I couldn't I do think there's some things that no matter how good looking not that he was but mm. there's deal breakers isn't there mm-hmm. and that is a definite deal breaker 100% like fair enough in the morning 
even though, like I have this weird thing about the morning like I really don't like to speak to anyone I need time to wake up and process it all because mm-hmm. even thought of someone seeing me in a state that I'm not comfortable with that really really gives me the ick yeah so I, I don't even think I could like let that happen do you know what I mean I know what you mean like there are so many things that I wouldn't even want like my friends seeing let alone a guy I know oh no but the breath thing like I'm trying to think if I've ever been in a situation where there has been someone I mean obviously like if they've been smoking yeah but I'm a bit more understanding to that because obviously partial to us God, my mum better not listen to this <laughs> She'll be taking notes after this. Like, I will ask you about this, this, and this. Oh, my God. No, but, um, so I'm a bit more understanding with that. But, like, in general, like, even if they don't brush their teeth. Yeah, like, poor hygiene. That freaks me out because I refuse to believe people don't notice that about themselves. Like, I really, really refuse to believe that. Or, you know what we were like in college? Like, we were all so intrusive and close with each other that, no one would have gotten away with that. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine if one of us did that? We would literally call the other person out, like, what are you doing? Literally, like, if someone turns up at my work and there's something off, like, for example, there's a guy, obviously I can't name him, um, yeah. but there's a guy in my work that everyone, he's really, really quiet, but everyone says, like, behind his back that he's a stoner mm-hmm. because there's just a certain smell, like, it's not like the exact mm-hmm. you know it's not like definitely but everyone in cause he's quite like spaced out all the time yeah. you know then there's like that and then um like if I for example this is kind of off topic but a girl turned up without like her eyelashes on mm-hmm. and she got asked by management why she didn't have her eyelashes on seriously okay she looked still great without eyelashes like that's not something that she needed but it was something that people noticed I get that like I feel like because I always do have my eyelashes when I don't have them people are looking at me as if there's something really different about you but I maybe can't put my finger on what it is Mm -hmm. but I think to like pull someone aside and be like why are you not wearing your eyelashes today like that's a lot because I don't feel like it Karen that's why I'm not wearing them (laughs) Oh or like my people, God. if you're like pale like because you love tan as well I'm mm-hmm. the same and if you're pale everyone just assumes you're not well they're like are you is everything okay are you feeling okay you're awfully pale yeah but that's because I'm usually or, like, uh, up you look really tired exactly like it off like I'm exactly. tired and I don't like nice to way. look at it's like backward way of basically saying like you look shit today but I'll just mm-hmm. put something on it that's exactly funny. but yeah they are a bit I feel like I feel like it's the time that it was like it would have been 1998 or it may have been filmed the year before but like Mm -hmm. they're a bit harsh yeah very harsh like he's not like he's not a bad guy Mm -hmm. he wouldn't harm a fly do you know what I mean but he's just get bad breath and he's a wee bit boring yeah, I think he was dull. That's the main thing. What was it? He and asked them, "What do you think the mushrooms are?" I can't in even remember. In the salad, what it, was. it was something. A he vegetable. He has no chat. He has no potato. chat at all. And like the the comb over, it's the comb over for mm. me. Like that's awful. 
at first I thought like I remember obviously I've watched it many times but I remember one of the first times I watched it and I was thinking is he gay like, that's what I thought at the beginning the way they dressed him and mm-hmm. I thought like he's on his own at mm-hmm. a wedding like I feel like a guy would bring maybe I'm just making that up but in my head I feel like a guy would bring a guy wouldn't go on his own mm-hmm. I feel like they'd be too and maybe I'm making this up but I feel like they'd be too self-conscious to go on their own like when he turned up in his own I was like is he gay but then obviously he fancies Samantha like yeah who doesn't exactly I but she's not got time for him she's off talking to somebody else which you know, I didn't really notice until obviously what happens later on um mm-hmm. yeah I'm struggling not to jump ahead I'm so bad for that and I'm just no, like same every week I forget scenes it's because you get excited when you talk yeah. about something you just want to progress on uh-huh because no, when, when, when I first seen him I thought oh what a poor wee soul like that's a sin they're, she's turning her nose up to him he just clearly fancies her and wants a wee bit of attention but then as time went on I was like um I don't think he is oh god no like in the week like when I miss bits there are weeks that I'll go you'll hear me say oh wait I forgot about this bit yeah like in your in your intro I was going over the whole episode and I forgot about Charlotte's storyline the whole storyline in this episode it's with. funny though you can just get like carried away with something and you do mm-hmm. forget that that does happen mm-hmm. fine as long as you said that was like the soundest one from college I was the funniest oh don't say that in front of Erin <laughs> <laughs> she'll be just a bit she'll be like haha Amy thinks I'm funnier no I think I think all of us were funny in our own yeah, way yeah Amy trying to take it back <laughs> No, you know what you know what Erin's like though. If I didn't say that she was the funniest, she would be raging. You go for a sunbed, Erin goes for more sunbeds. If you do this, then Erin does that. That's if you so get funny. a headache, she's got a brain tumor. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for her to listen to this. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about. I know. We're, we're going. I feel like is it? I'm trying to think. What else happened at this wedding? If I get anything written down, I've got right. He's got bad breath. He fancies mm-hmm. Samantha. There's this horrendous goodbye. I don't right. Well, I know we've already talked about that, but I'm just going to say the last thing about that. I don't like who says goodbye to people like, that, like giving them the hug. Yeah. Like it was just weird. Is it I more just, what like them all and they're all getting a hug like waiting in line? Yeah, and like the. I can't believe I finally did it. And they don't say anything back. Mm -hmm. Like she, Brooke like tells them her wee thing to each of them. And then they just smile at her. They don't have any dialogue back. I think maybe they were just confused by the whole situation. Especially what she says to Carrie. About the liking someone. Yeah, more than you like them. Like, why would you say that on your wedding day? I know. Oh, like try to justify why you've exactly married them. That's a bit embarrassing. I really hope that if I get married, I'm not like that. No, a hundred percent, you will oh. not be. Oh my god. But yeah, um, we have that right now. If I can remember what happens next, because my notes are all over it. Right, I've got that. Does she call Big Nick? I'm just gonna say she called Big Nick, but I can't remember. 
yeah I can't remember how they get into the conversation of marriage because it kind of goes back and forth towards them mm-hmm. doesn't it is it not that so we've had the wedding and mm-hmm. then if we not get Carrie in our apartment and I think she phones big yeah she phone her it's either way and they have this conversation where um whether she describes the wedding or not but um he ends up saying obviously that he never wants to get married again um which I don't know how you feel about that if someone that you were with said that I feel like we'd have different reactions to that tell me what you would think and then I'll okay I think because right I'm just putting myself in the position of Carrie like so Bigsby married before she's never been married she's a wee bit younger if I was like that and obviously she's in love with them but that's like not been said yet um then I mean to be honest I I don't care Mm -hmm. enough about like any of that like obviously this is gonna come up as well in like other episodes but I'm not like 100% on wanting children Mm -hmm. so for me I think marriage is like one of the only reasons that you would only do that if you were having kids okay it's just just easier in my head it's I know people have different opinions on that as well but in my head that's just easier and it makes more sense that's what everyone in my family that's done that's had kids like they get married um but yeah I wouldn't care if they said it I'd be like okay so we're not yeah, and we would just have to agree on that and be like, but we're going to be together and there's going to yeah. be no seeing other people. And yeah, obviously in the long run, they've not been together that long at this point. But in the long run, let's say like if it was like for 10 years, you need like a financial backup agreement situation because mm-hmm. obviously this is jumping way ahead, but like yeah. to the film. <laughs> yeah. Like to the film, if they have this conversation about like there's a storyline about um someone who did it's not Carrie but someone who didn't marry someone she was with forever and then he just locked her out and this woman had like nothing left to show Mm -hmm. for it but they'd been together for so long obviously don't want that to backfire but yeah I was like my like I just don't care enough to get yeah I completely get that but uh obviously Carrie's not like that but um yeah what's uh, your opinion on that obviously it's so hard because it's easy to have opinions and things like this when you don't actually have experience of it do you know what I mean if you're mm-hmm. in the situation I think it's easier to see how you would feel I do agree with you like it doesn't really mean much if you love each other and all that that should be fine but I also do feel like that's so exciting like managing a wedding is meant to be such a lovely happy day it's everyone you love it's like everyone like two families coming together it's such a lovely day that I would feel like I was missing out if I didn't get to experience that and to me like that's such a big commitment to someone that that's you just like you're just showing everyone how much you love someone and why would you not want to have that mm-hmm. I get and that. I do think as well that like and if you don't want kids then it would be lovely to then get married because it's something else that's so big and it's just for the pair of you that you can celebrate together do you know what I mean but I I do completely get what you're saying as well but I think for me I would love that because I just think we all love the love there's something (laughs) so nice about it isn't it like and Mm. worry about everything else later like because I don't know I don't I know you wouldn't but 
Mm. You don't want to marry someone that you don't see yourself spend the rest of your life with. Exactly. Why not? I mean, I feel like it's different for every person. Oh, 100%. And it's circumstantial, like. Yeah, and experience can change your mind. So he's been married before, so he maybe doesn't associate that with good memories. So that's why he's like, oh, never Mm -hmm. again. But you never know what could happen. Like, you never know. And, like, he cheated on his previous relationship. So there's that as well. Like, okay, he kind of blames on being bored. Mm -hmm. I roll giggling. (laughs) But, But, like... I don't know if that is a fact like we don't really I guess we don't really get to know what his big issue big issue is (laughs) with it but yeah he's like not for it which yeah I didn't expect like because obviously I know how the series pans out and I kind of watched it backwards the first time I watched it I didn't expect him her to be so hurt by it if you know what I mean I thought she'd just be like oh Okay. Like, if it was Charlotte, Charlotte would be like, right, see ya. Yeah, that would be the end of it, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, but um, what was I going to say? So, um, obviously, they have that conversation. Um, is this when, do we then have them meeting for brunch? Honestly, I f- couldn't tell you. I feel like it's the four girls after and Carrie's telling them. Yeah. So obviously she's phoned him in the morning, I think, after the wedding. I feel like that's what it's like. She's got ready and she's met the girls for brunch and she's told them. Um, and obviously Charlotte and Samantha get very different. I think like Charlotte's like, well, this is really sad. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that, that he wouldn't want that. Like, what's the point? Um, whereas Samantha's like, who cares? Exactly. Like, and sort of Miranda says like, or really, like a guy in his forties doesn't want to commit. What a shock! Like, because mm-hmm. they're just used to it with boyfriends and stuff like that. And um, which I really don't hope that we have this problem in our thirties. I really hope not. And that's what kind of opened my eyes up and made me a wee bit scared. Because I thought nowadays, like we're young and we find it so hard. But back then, they were older and they found it hard. So I'm like, my God, is this just gonna be what it's carry on forever? Be like? Exactly. <laughs> Oh, I feel like there are going to be a lot less weddings for our generation. I feel like our generation, like, that's when it's, like, love and all that stuff is harder mm. to find. That's not what people want anymore. Yeah. Like, back then people were dating to, like, be together, but nowadays people just date for, like, the fun of it. hmm And, like, people have got other priorities, especially with, like, girls. And the way that they portray it in TV and film, like, and other things, not just this, that to a girl and a woman, it's the be-all and end-all. Exactly, that is, like, your means of life. That is, like, everything you're looking for. The goal, that's what you've been brought up to do. Exactly, your purpose. Yeah, yeah, which is, I'm glad it's changed. yeah me too because I am failing so I'm glad it's changed but I I do still think people are shocked to hear women's goal females goals and what they want to do and whether they want to get married that is like a people are still shocked to hear if folk just want to like work and do this and do that and their goals Mm -hmm. are to get married and have kids yeah like like the opinion that people have when I say that I just maybe don't want them like I'm saying maybe right because Mm -hmm. because you never know I don't know what I'm going to be like in the next 10 years yeah 
like I don't know what's going to happen in the next I don't know how I'm going to feel in my 30s because obviously there's a clock for everything <laughs> working I do feel so, like though that like back in the day like if you even speak to like your parents your grandparents especially when you were in your 20s and all that that's when they were getting married and having kids even at the age of 18 mm-hmm. but now to me I'm shocked when people in their 20s are falling pregnant or getting married or anything because I'm like that's you're still so young like you should be loving your life not that you shouldn't but I feel like now the norm is to love your life and do what you want your 20s and it's not to settle down mm-hmm. I feel like um with like I have a good ex- like my mom and my dad didn't get married until well my mom was 37 no lies mm-hmm. she was 38 when she married my dad and he was 46 um and my dad had been married before mm-hmm. <laughs> but Whereas my mum's parents got married at 19 and 20 mm-hmm. and were originally engaged at the age of 16 and 17. Um, Isn't that mad to think? And they had a broken engagement and for a year they weren't going out and then they bumped into each other and they were like back again. They got married like a year That's after so that. funny. So like it, it's total opposites mm-hmm. as well and like my mum's brother got married pretty much the same age as my grandparents at like really young as well. So I have like, I because I've seen the way that what my parents have done and like they've lived their lives, that's more appealing to me yeah. than, um, but yeah, obviously these women are in, I don't know what age they're meant to be at this point. I'm assuming that they're meant to be about 33, apart okay. from Samantha. Mm-hmm. I think Samantha's meant to be Er, like youngest 38 or 39 mm-hmm. but I do think she is about 40 but I don't want to insult um yeah <laughs> and control and be like you're 40 um which may not be because I do know that in like a few seasons later Carrie turns 35 or 36 so like I'm assuming they're 33 but yeah the panic that sort of Charlotte and Carrie are more on the side of they do they're kind of gutted and she just wants to get married and you know Miranda is like on the fence like I feel like she's always gonna you never knew like where she's gonna go whether she was gonna get married or not which I'm not gonna say for people that might not have seen um but yeah and then obviously Samantha's a definite no um but then they have this conversation which I've been dreading bringing up um about <laughs> Miranda saying well at least I know where my next orgasm yeah I actually forgot about this but because this is when they were talking were they not talking about vibrators mm-hmm. yeah and I completely get that like I never really looked at it in that way until I watched that I was like well she's so right yeah like she's basically saying well you don't really need a guy anyway and at least she like she knows where the next one's gonna be from so exactly um but yeah, I mean, I don't know how much detail you want to go into about. I just think I love how nowadays it's the norm. Like, mm-hmm. isn't it crazy to think that they were all like, not embarrassed, but they were quite shocked by that. And like, oh no, like, you can't be doing that. Yeah. And then of all people, it was Charlotte, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, went they... for it. How funny is that? <laughs> like, they go in... Um... I don't know where Samantha is. She's not in this scene, but like the three girls, Miranda, Charlotte, and Carrie, go, and Miranda shows them mm-hmm. the one that she's got, um, and they end up all getting yeah, one. Get one, don't they? And it's yeah. called 
The rabbit. The rabbit. What a name. I know. I'm pretty like, sure Samantha's got a now. point when she says at least get one called a horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like she's got a point like the rabbit. And it's even got a rabbit on it. I know that made me laugh when Charlotte was like, oh my god, it's so cute. It's Look pink. Yeah, what did she say? She did she even say something? It's like Peter Rabbit or something. Yeah, she, she said, said it was she compared it to Peter Rabbit. Yeah. How Is funny. that fantasy? Like <laughs> I hope not. Oh that's that's a childhood ruined. Like that's exactly. definitely no, I was looking at it though, and like I I'd never so the first time I watched that, I'd obviously never seen what a vibrator looked like. Mm-hmm. But because I was 12 when I first uh, watched the show. Young. <laughs> yes. But I still don't understand. And I don't know if you're going to know either. But, right, so obviously you've got the bit. The, yeah. Right. But where the rabbit was, I'm assuming that was a handle. Mm-hmm. And it had, like, you know the, you know, you know what it looks like? You know the beans you get for bacon? That you would put in your pastry stand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie, that completely and utterly intimidates me and terrifies me. I just find it so scary. But now, like that must have been the first type. Well, not the first type, but one of the main ones back then for them. But mm-hmm. now I feel like it's all so different. Like, you actually just get ones that are we and yeah you get a variety now yes I don't think I would ever go for one of those ones because they really are just a bit intimidating and they're like they've got like a remote and yeah stuff like I mean Carrie makes a point like how lazy do you have to be like you've got a remote and oh no I'm because there is like another like it's in like season five but there is like a thing with Samantha and and she's not actually using a vibrator she's using a neck massager (laughs) and I'm not kidding you on it's like in the shape of um it's not in like the correct shape if you like and it's not silicone Mm -hmm. it's like quite a hard plastic with like a handle and it's like half a sphere and it obviously buzzes um and she was using that and I was like what like it goes from where it is in season one to that in season five bit confused but anyway no like they're definitely like they sell them like everywhere now yeah they were having to go to a shop to buy it how mortifying as well no online shopping oh no not at all I feel like that's maybe back then but that is like the norm now isn't it Mm -hmm. do they sell them in your work no they don't actually which is so strange I think it's because it's very American mm. but um mm. I think it's just Anne Summers I know Boo doesn't because that's a bit more it's just like jammies and all that isn't it but yeah. literally wait is it it's not is it Nasty Gal or Miss Pat it's is it not Boo Who or Nasty Gal they're owned by the same people so it could be either of them yeah because I was like doing holiday shopping or something I was on like new in and they had them and I thought that is just so cool <laughs> Amazon as well have them I mind when I was in school 
like you know you have like your tables with all your friends like I get out my table found one that you can charge with your iPhone charger and I was like this is crazy like it's just mad how many different ones you can get and it is the norm now which is great Mm -hmm. you can uh, get them in urban as well really just uh put it out there for everyone you can get a good one in urban y'all heard it here first how funny (laughs) is that see when um, me and my ex broke up literally Mm -hmm. a week later erin took me out and she was like mom we'll go to the fort we're going to have a wee wander about Firstly, she took me, and I'm so upset. Do you know what I mean? I was proud for getting out and about. She took me into Anne Summers, and she picked mm. up these vibrators. She's like, "We ain't get you one of these." <laughs> it's like, oh you my need to God. stop. Then she turned it on and couldn't get it off, and it was like wee glass shelving all up the walls that they were displayed on. And she sat it on it, so it was just pure meme. <laughs> And then the woman walked by and she went, "Oh yes, this is a powerful one, isn't it?" And I'm just looking at her like, "We need to leave." <laughs> Yeah. No, I'll get right. Just while we're on this, right? Because it is a big part of the episode. I'll get what they're called in urban, and you will die. Okay. I'm they've excited. got really, they've got really weird names. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll. Uh, what are they called? They're not actually called. Um, they're called. Um, oh, what, what do they call them on urban? They don't call them like I vibrators. They call well. them like a pleasure massagers or something is what they call them oh right. she sounds fancy right i've got them here i'll show you because they're like there's stuff like that ah, oh my god go them i'm gonna have a look and they are <laughs> the brand is called smile makers oh that's a cute and name there's one called so it goes from there's one called the tennis coach then we go to the fireman there's the romantic the surfer there's also the millionaire and then there's like other wee ones that are oh like oh my god i don't know if this is the same company hold on i'm gonna look it up and if so anyone's basically... interested there is one that I'd recommend, but I'm too scared to say one. What one? I bet you got a nice coloured one as well. I bet you no, got like a wee lilac one. There is a lilac one. one and I was going to get it. I literally just said I bet you got the wee lilac one. But mine's orange. But um, there is a lilac one, but it's it's not for a, a beginner. Let's see. That's... I thought I find this website. Sorry, I'm so sure... It is smilemakers.com. Yeah, it is. So basically, we were sitting with my friends and mm-hmm. they were talking about how all their friends have vibrators and like, do we all? And I was like, no, I don't actually. And I was like, I don't know where I'd get it or what. And it's the same brand that's on Urban Outfitters. And if you go on their website, right. you can answer a quiz and it'll tell you what one's best suited for you. No. Yeah. I've got that's it here. That's cool. Like, Oh, I'm going to do that, see if I've got the right one. Do it, because I think I got the pink one, the fireman. Interesting. There you go. Wow. No, um, quite a funny story. Um, what? So, I wanted to use mine, right? Right. And I went... To get it, I'm not going to tell you where it is because I don't want my friends knowing when they come over. Um, got it hidden, 
But um, I went to get it and went mm-hmm. to just check. I hadn't used it in a while and went to check mm-hmm. that it was still working because they're battery operated as well. Um, and it wasn't working. And I was like, right, it's just a battery. And I had like loads of like batteries anyway um, mm-hmm. and it wasn't working. So the actual like thing had broke and I was like, right. <gasps> <laughs> annoyed. And I had to order a new one, which... I'm not really annoyed about, but at the same, but now I wish I'd taken that quit. Like if I knew, known that before, then I would have made sure that I've got there. But anyway, I'm quite happy. But yeah, <laughs> that was that was smart. I'm quite happy. <laughs> <laughs> the heartbreak though, when it was, I know how Samantha feels in season five when her stops were. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. so if you start buying neck massagers and all that I've just remained my own business <laughs> no I, like when I get to that episode that is just but this rabbit thing and also Charlotte's like the least expected it's that's actually why I love that so much because yeah. you just wouldn't expect it from her and even mm-hmm. the way she reacted to them I thought she'd turn her nose up to them but the way she was like oh it's so cute it's a mm-hmm. nice colour I was like yes sis I think like part of it as well as Miranda saying like at least I know blah 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 because exactly. Charlotte's not Charlotte actually has I feel like I'm saying this in every episode a new boyfriend mm-hmm. and see I've said this I think in the intro that in season one I think if I did like a tally mark she would have the most boyfriend for being like the prude mm-hmm. if you like I don't really like saying prude but you know what I mean I don't really know who else I don't know how else to describe her, but um, she's got the most boyfriends, so she's obviously sleeping with them. Apart from obviously Samantha, will have slept with the most guys in season one or in any season. Mm-hmm. But she's not like she's just meeting them, and that's it. Yeah. Whereas like Charlotte's dating these guys, and obviously dating was different then. Like they were your boyfriend after one date if you were mm-hmm. quite happy. Um, but yeah, uh, for her to not have a boyfriend in this episode I was like okay that make kind of makes sense yeah like, why she's got one but I'm confused what I feel like Carrie just bought one for research yeah I feel like it was like a group thing though they all wanted to see mm-hmm. how it went mm-hmm. and you have like Carrie holding hers at home and like turning it on and being like whoa like <laughs> powerful um yeah. but yeah uh what happens so we've got Right, so now we've got Samantha and I'm, I think it's a bar. I know that um, where she is, everyone's drinking, but mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it's like a restaurant as well. But she's with a guy that she met at the wedding, not the turtle at first. Oh, yeah, she's on a date, isn't she? Yeah, which I forgot that she even like met someone at the wedding. They didn't make it. Yeah, they didn't really make that obvious, and it wasn't until you seen she was on a date, you're like, oh, that's that guy from the wedding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can't even remember his name, because he was mm. that insignificant. Like, he was just, I can't even wasn't even, like, like, anything special. I was just like, Mm-mm. really, you're going on a date with him? Um, but he, like, says to her that when, something like, when he sees something he likes, he goes for it. Mm-hmm. And then you have this woman past them, and he sees her. And he tells Samantha he'll be back in like five minutes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's pretty obvious he's gone after this other woman. But Samantha's left there sort of brutally. Online it says brutally dumped. I'd say there have been more brutal moments of people yeah, getting definitely. pied than that. But um, yeah, we have this moment where 
she's kind of like wondering where he is and then she sees him with this other woman um, and she's obviously embarrassed by it which I guess she would be I mean there are other ways like I'm trying to think of ways that I've been pie before that are worse than that I mean when I tell people this people are like oh my god like once and for example in a club um when I was like this was ages ago so it's like three years ago when I was 18 um my friend knew that I like fancied this guy he went to like the same uni as I meet the time and she like pushed me it's like she knew him um and she pushed me towards him and like I was like no like please don't because that's embarrassing but she pushed me towards him and he was like laughing and we hadn't really spoke before and I was like it's fine like Mm -hmm. Like try to like not embarrass myself. Yeah. And I was like, it's fine, like don't worry. Brianne's just I've just told her name, but anyway, she just pushed me towards you. Yeah. <laughs> she just pushed me towards you. And he went like this. He got I was quite he's he was quite tall. And I was like stood quite far. I didn't want to be like right up in his face. And he kind of like leaned in like closer and closer, like not like that, but like this kind of distance. So like, you mm-hmm. know, just wave it away. And he was like pointed to himself and then me and he went, Me and you never gonna happen. Mm. And then I, I do was feel like, like with okay. that kind of pattern that you were not patched, you escaped. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then I like walked away. I can't really to be honest, I was a bit drunk, can't remember what happened after that. But I just remember that like with the point, me and you, and the shaking of the finger right yeah, face. Like that's just what a child. That's rank. You should be embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, like I wouldn't say that's more brutal, I guess, because they were actually like on a date. Yeah, I think when you actually see someone's like someone having wandering eyes is awful, but actually witnessing it, so you getting replaced with someone else, that must be so awful to see. Mm-hmm. Like, like I'd even, rather just not know. Like even girls that again we're in the similar position where you're okay you're not dating them but you're speaking to someone and then the feeling of when you find out they're speaking to someone else mm-hmm. like you think that you're speaking to them and it's gonna go somewhere like that's the vibe mm-hmm. and then you realize that they're doing the same thing to someone else at the same time yeah like I've had that maybe about three times and I've had that too but the only thing you need to think about is like with the whole and Samantha's situation seeing that it's not nice because let's be real like she wasn't wanting to date him to date him she was wanting to mm-hmm. go and sleep with him and that's that so mm-hmm. that's brutal because she's literally been pied even though he knew they both wanted the same thing and it was a one-time thing but yeah. I do think with the speaking to someone getting pied the way I look at it is like of course it hurts at first when you realize like oh my god now look at them with that person but you then realise it's not you, it was them. Like, mm-hmm. they they were speaking to multiple people. You were speaking to just them. But they, obviously, maybe they... I don't think they had something better than you, but they were just... They had something different that made them go for that, and it's their loss. Because I would hate to think I got pied because my partner or something. Like, do you know what I mean? So at least I think, oh, I must have been talking to someone else, so that doesn't make me feel as bad because they just chose them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. No, it's I like pied and they were still single. I'd be like, "What have I done?" <laughs> <laughs> that is worse. No, I'm like when she sees him, I feel like it's a knock to her confidence. Yeah, 
like, let's be real, they were just wanting to go out, have some drinks, have a good time together, and that'd be that. The mm-hmm. fact that he couldn't even just stick with her for fucking a, a night. Drink, that's painful to watch. Yeah. And that, that would hurt your confidence. Especially because she is so, like, I don't want to say cocky, but she is very, like, happy with herself and comfortable in herself and yeah. she's confident in herself so so when that happens she's not used to that either exactly and nothing ever happens to her yeah that must be awful when it's not the usual that's not how it goes usually that's it's a rude awakening isn't it <laughs> i'm saying this as if i'm a samantha i'm so not i'm a charlotte <laughs> <laughs> no I, I don't know who i am i don't want to say i'm charlotte I feel like you're a carry almost. I'm almost a carry. I'm like on the fence mm-hmm. of like Charlotte and Carrie. That's a, a good co- way to be. It's a good way to be like a couple of things. I'm Charlotte, but most of the time, yeah, I'd say I'm Carrie. Quite proud she's, of that. She's a carry. <laughs> although, although people hate Carrie online, by the way. Do Have they? you seen the comments? There's so many TikToks, obviously, because I like them, then they reappear. Mm-hmm. And always in the comments, Carrie is the worst. Carrie is the worst. Samantha was the best. Carrie is the worst. Carrie's such a bitch. Carrie only cares about herself. She's selfish. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm sorry if you watched the show. Yeah, and I wouldn't have thought that. Do you know what? And like, I feel like once you, you can't unsee it once you've seen it. Yeah. Like, someone actually has a sort of trend that they do on TikTok where reasons why Carrie is the worst. I and think it's I've actually like, seen that on my TikTok, do you know that? And it's like different scenes. And one of them mm. came up in episode 10. Um and I was like, okay, that's just the way they've showed that. That's not the context. Mm-hmm. That's a part of it as well. But um yeah. Uh obviously when Samantha sees this guy, I can't remember his name, but he's an absolute dick enemy so he doesn't get it doesn't deserve exactly but um when she sees him she obviously goes to leave and turtle is there there he is i can't remember his real name neither can i to be honest but i feel like it's like barney or something yeah but he suits the turtle doesn't he He does suit the turtle um but he's obviously there and he know like recognizes her and he calls her over and she doesn't want to go over at first which is really for him and then she does end up sitting with him. Um, mm-hmm. And she says about his breath. Uh, and what does they say? It says it's like herbs or something? It's the Chinese, the way he says herbs as well. God, herbs that he's been taking. <laughs> that he's so been he, taking. So he knows that he has a smelly breath. He's like, no, it's fine. It's just the herbs. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um. And like, but she actually sits down and doesn't he like plate her up whatever he's eating and pours her a glass of wine like he's confident he's, he's not shy yeah and he he's nice to her mm-hmm. he's like after what she's just gone through she needs like that like boost confidence boost yeah and that's yeah. the first thing he does is he compliments how she looks and everything and mm-hmm. and he's like treating her well and mm-hmm. that's what, what, she... what is it he says about his shirt again Oh, when, his ex-girlfriend got it for him. This is when I started to think, hmm, are you really this cute and innocent? 
Yeah. Uh, like, bit of a weird... Is that, is that him attempting a child line? I don't know. Do you like my shirt? My ex-girlfriend shows me it. I can't remember what her response is. Is that when she says about the breath? <laughs> She's just like, thumbs up. <laughs> Fab. Exactly. <laughs> no, but is this when we have um, Ka- uh, Samantha calls Carrie either? Also, the time scale, it always jumps. I'm like, try to keep up with like each scene, just jump and jump. But um, Samantha calls Carrie and she tells her, tells Carrie about seeing the turtle and she says he's a f- cute fixer-upper. Yeah, it's like a project she's seen him as, not as like a potential partner or anything. <laughs> Savage. It's crazy. You're not only being pied, but you're now a project. Exactly. Just getting some Listerine. Is that what it is? Yeah. The Listerine. Some, Listerine. some uh, extra chewing gum. Um. Exactly. Boom. <laughs> no, but um, she's going to like help him. Sorry, I'm yawning, by the way. Absolutely not. I don't know why I'm tired. No, um, I'm not bored, guys, by the way. No. Um, <laughs> No, um, when I leave, you'll be like, okay, so I won't be asking Rachel on again. <laughs> that was really boring. Oh, no, this is good. I'm just hoping this is gonna work. It still says it's recording, and it doesn't say anything about the time yet. By the way, um, but I will give a wee update when it says Perfect. minutes worth. But um, you know, she did she say something about she's gonna take him to get clothes? Does she tell? Yeah, she wants to. She wants to dress him. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't think it was that okay. It was bad, but I don't think the transformation. I didn't. I didn't really recognize it until they made the joke about the shirt again. Then I was like, oh, so that was him, sorted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, um, Harry's like sort of on the negative of it mm-hmm. when Samantha's telling her um what she's gonna do, and uh, she's kind of like, why are you bothering? about him like honestly I kind of agreed though because what is the point yeah like so you she could have just had dinner with him that night and then Mm -hmm. patched him like she's kind of leading him on it was just weird it was just a weird situation because I don't think she got anything out of it except Mm -hmm. a couple more dates I feel like it was just it was just giving her something to do in the episode it was like a fill-in exactly she was just bored Okay. They they couldn't get anyone to do a sex scene with her this episode. So I did wonder that, Amy. I was sitting here and I was like, can't believe I've got episode nine and there's not a single sex scene in it. <laughs> right. Well, I genuinely thought this episode was seedier than what it was. Is that why you picked me for episode nine? Yeah. <laughs> no. I thought, like, for the proper CD ones, I thought. I can't talk about them by myself. Mm-hmm. But, and then when I watched this, the other day I was like, okay, well, I thought there was going to be, I thought there I was more. more on the vibrator and I thought there was more, like, I just, in my head, I thought there was, but then there wasn't and I was like, amazing, fab. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think when there are, I feel like, oh, I've just thought of one. I've just thought of one that's really, really that we'll need we'll need you and Erin on. Um, yeah, that would be so funny. Because Erin would die watching this scene that I'm thinking of right now, and it's to do with <laughs> Samantha. Um, because 
like I've watched episodes with like one of the girls I live with in Aberdeen and when we were watching it it's so I know if it's a bit sexual right or like mm-hmm. too much because I'm so used to it now like nothing on the show phases me mm-hmm. like, anymore whereas obviously when I first watched it I was like whoa what's happening but mm-hmm. um, when we were me and my friend were watching this particular episode in season two um where it is quite sexual uh, and <laughs> Samantha has like a really overreacted orgasm mm-hmm. um where she ends where they link it to an opera scene <laughs> and as if she's singing opera while she's on top of this guy mm-hmm. and I remember my friend sitting there next to me and like she's on her phone and she like, well, what is the need like what is the absolute need for this? But you yeah, know, when I watched episode nine there, I was like, yeah, that's it. This is not as Amy, it still makes me laugh that when you say like sex or sexual, you're you're speaking and you go, sex. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you always did that in college. You always, always did that. I have a problem. And they had sex. Because <laughs> I feel like whenever my am whenever I am and I say that, my mum is gonna hear me. Yeah. <laughs> that's I so funny. Like, whenever I go and I'll say it properly and she'll appear and she'll be like, What are you saying? Yeah, like what are you talking about? Well, what is happening? Like, oh god. No, um well that I'm like uncomfortable about talking about stuff with anyone or with my mum, but I'd just rather not talk to my <laughs> <laughs> People that do, I'm like, don't know how you get through that conversation. I either feel like you pure do or you don't at all. There's no in between. Do you know what I mean? I like the line being drawn. Exactly. And I completely understand that. I completely appreciate that. Yeah, I do struggle to say the words. Um, It's so funny. (laughs) We should make that the goal by the end of this, like season one, that you don't go. (laughs) (laughs) Or orgasm yeah. <laughs> oh, so I can't even say it I'm gonna say it now right just to get it out of the way but I can't even say like I'm gonna say it now no I can't do it <laughs> no, it's so funny you actually take a breath you're like um come <laughs> like I can't say that without being in that context of being like Oh my god, I hate yeah, it. There's definitely some things that even I pure cringe at saying, but um, it just is so funny the way you do that. Mm, I'm definitely Charlotte with that. Yeah, I love that though. But when she says stuff that you wouldn't expect her to say, it makes it funnier. Yeah. You're like, whoa. Like, she's so innocent. Shit. Well, is she though? I'm on, like, I'd say she's innocent for a woman in her 30s. hmm But. She's celebrity, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Celebrity and sweet. And she, she's, yeah, she's sweet and the nice, the kindest. Yeah. Out of the four of them, I'd say. Um, But, yeah, like, she, her and Samantha are, like, total opposites, yeah. which makes for good entertainment as well like hearing what they have to say it's yeah. like I'm trying to think who that's like me but I suppose you've got like that one friend in the group that's the more innocent one and then you've got the friend that's 
total opposite. I feel like I know people like that, but I don't want to name and shame them. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. It's like of my friends as well. It makes for a good conversation, though. Like, yeah, and it's nice to hear everyone's like opinions and things because mm-hmm. something that you think is really big and quite scary to talk about your brows are like that's so daft like mm-hmm. you're looking into that too much so it's, it's good it's a good balance isn't it yeah it's bit, yeah it's a good balance um so I've gotten yeah fixer right now I think we're at yeah we are at this but I've written down Brooke so I'm assuming that the scene after Carrie and Samantha on the phone is Carrie decided to meet up with Brooke Mm-hmm. and they went and Brooke was returning her wedding gifts that people had got her okay this girl's just a rude bitch yeah very false I think like ungrateful mm-hmm. they got her candles and she makes this comment like can you not melt it down into one acceptable gift it's like like people yeah. have gone out their way to buy you that like oh and Carrie's there as well she's seen that in front of Carrie which I'm just a bit like hmm um and I guess Carrie kind of met her because she didn't she wanted like more clarification on what like Brooke said to her about marry someone who loves you more than you love them um and then we have them running into Samantha with the turtle they've been mm-hmm. shopping and Carrie makes a comment that he's wearing helmet lang um and it's just like a suit like it's not mm-hmm. amazing it's mm-hmm. literally a black suit with like sort of the caped front bit mm-hmm. and just all black and he's got his sunglasses on. Yeah that's why I didn't really notice much of a, a transition or anything because I was like is that it? Mm-hmm. Like he looked the exact same he just mm-hmm. had on tinted sunglasses and a longer jacket. <laughs> I suppose anything was kind of improvement though wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And to be fair to the wardrobe department, because I do feel like every week I do want to talk about the fashion, but then every week in season one when I'm talking about it, I'm like, it's not great. Yeah. <laughs> they obviously didn't have, like, that big a budget that they yeah, had. definitely. Like, obviously, in the other seasons, there's so much designer clothes, whereas I feel like in the first season, it's mainly designer shoes. Mm-hmm. You can afford that. But the clothes... Or maybe like vintage or mm. there may be cheaper designers like stuff like that and it's always black yeah There's so much dark colors whereas as it goes on Carrie and Charlotte are more prone to wearing really bright colors mm-hmm. um but yeah uh I mean there nothing really happens in this no. it's just a nothing it's just to basically show that Carrie met up with Brooke and that Samantha and the turtle are like doing whatever Shopping. they're doing. Shopping! <laughs> and he says, don't we have a three o'clock or something? And she says, I'm taking him for a facial. Yeah. Why? Because that's loving really going to improve him. Yeah, but he is loving this. I think he knows exactly what he's doing at this point. Like he he gets women to like feel sorry for him. Like he comes across as if he's shy. Like you know not much to him guy but really he knows exactly what he's doing yeah I feel like he's quite happy mm-hmm. so got, he's, he's not like he's not like hurt yet that they're not sleeping together yeah he's just enjoying the company yeah he's probably not used to it and then he's probably like who's paying for these clothes 
Well, it's probably him. Probably. I would like to think it was him. I mean, because she's taken him, then obviously. Yeah. Yeah. She wouldn't do that because there's nothing in it for her. And I think he's like funding like the dates and everything. So that's what she's getting out of it. And he's yeah. just enjoying having the company of an attractive woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we have that. Oh, and then we have, right, do you like Stanford? Um, I don't think I've seen much of them to have mm. a pure opinion. Have you just seen the films? You've not seen the whole... Yeah, I've seen the films and then I watched two, the first two episodes and then I watched this one. Right, right. Because uh, Stanford, I've said before in this, um, he is my favourite. Like, yeah. love him. He's He doesn't get enough credit in the films um, mm-hmm. for people to understand. But, like, to me, he's the fifth woman. Like, okay. they bring him in. Okay, he's a man, but they bring him in... Um, more and more like as it goes on and just gonna say this even though I think I've said this before but the guy that plays Stanford and like Sarah Jessica Parker who plays Carrie they got set up on a blind date back in the 80s mm-hmm. and then um they just stayed friends and then obviously they both got the job on Sex and City um but so I don't know if he's actually gay in real life but he plays That's it well doesn't it I feel like the way that they've dressed him as well, I'm like, like they've done well with that mm-hmm. because you can tell that he's gay and like, he's so good at that kind of like, they're cute when they're together. Like him yeah. and Carrie, they're a cute wee duo. Um, but yeah, he obviously tells Carrie that um, his, I think the main conversation is that obviously she's telling him that Mr. Bright doesn't want to get married again. And then he obviously says that in order to get his inheritance from his gran, um, he needs to get married, mm-hmm. but she doesn't know that he's gay because obviously gay marriage illegal back then, which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, and she doesn't know that he's gay, and then obviously they have this conversation about what if they got married. Mm-hmm. Do you then, think that would be the best ever? That'd be so cool. Their wedding would be great. Yeah, that would be the best wedding ever. They'd be so well dressed. It would just be so fun. They'd be loaded with this exactly. inheritance. And then it actually goes to the point where doesn't Carrie meet his grandmother? Mm-hmm. We have that, yeah. His gran is cool, like her cutie suit. Yeah. Like Chanel. That is very you. It's just so you. That better be me when I'm at whatever age she's meant to be. A hundred percent, I can see that. Like in my, sh- she's obviously got an original Chanel suit, like that she bought back in the day. I think she says that, but it'd be like yeah. a vintage one for me. Get me one. Like, and it's even the colour that I would get. Yeah, it's very, it's like very a pink, new. bright pink with the black piping around the edge. Oh, love it. Um, but yeah, like, obviously, um, they're just joking about Carrie marrying Stanford. Like, it's just a joke. Um, it's kind of like a safety net in a way. You know, you get people that have safety husbands and safety wives. Yeah. And if anything, maybe it made her feel better about the whole big not want to get married situation because it's something not to fall back on, but it was just a wee joke that you never know if things could pan out that way. Maybe they would. Yeah, yeah, like, obviously, and I feel kind of sorry for Stanford that they don't play too much into this, but I feel kind of sorry for Stanford that he doesn't, he can't tell his gran mm-hmm. that he's gay. That's like, so sad, yeah. That's sad, Um. Obviously, I feel like 
it was more normal back then to not tell. Yeah, definitely. People, I kind of forget that, whereas now it's great. Like, people can be more open about it. Um, but yeah, it's quite sad. I mean, even though she knows. Yeah. But I think that's what makes it sadder, is you can just tell with some people, but they're, they're like, dancing around the obvious here mm-hmm. because it's just not how things were back then. Yeah, that's And that's true. so sad. Like, you both know... Yeah, you can't speak about it. Yeah, it's like kind of like an awkward. It's like the elephant in the room. Yeah, literally, like they're walking on eggshells around each other, like avoiding the topic. Um, and obviously his grand, like, I mean, she has all the photographs on the Mm. mantelpiece, which is cute. Um, and she asks Carrie, like do you want any of this one day? Because this women's had, like, kids and, like, family and stuff. And Carrie says yes to it. Like, her answer is, yeah, she wants that. And, like, Stamper mm-hmm. kind of chokes. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, like, drinking something or something, and he, like, chokes, and he's shocked as well. Um, mm-hmm. Which I don't expect her to say. Um, I feel like she's kind of... She's kind of swept up in the moment of how... Mm-hmm nicest woman is and um the house and the pictures and like the memories and the fact that the guy she's seeing doesn't want to get married so she's thinking well that means I don't get any of this Mm -hmm. but there's other things to life oh 100% like there's so many other things that you could have rather than a husband and children like there's way more like that's not exactly everything and although these things are lovely to have they're not a loss not to have them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's easy to be made to feel like you should be doing that or that you're missing out that's my thing I get FOMO like I'd feel like I was missing out but that's a terrible mindset to have towards these things because it's not yeah. what you have to be doing or you should be doing it's what you want to be doing I feel like it's as I've gotten, I'm saying this as if I'm really old, but <laughs> as I've gotten older, I feel like I've realised that the time, there's the time for you is like different. The time is like different for everyone. And mm-hmm. if it's going to happen for you, it'll happen when the correct time. Like yeah. it's not going to be, you know, what's meant to be will be. And that's where like I don't, like I used to plan what like I wanted by certain ages or whatever mm-hmm. and I've kind of like let that go and yeah. like you just go with the full like this in this show like they're in their 30s and they're not settled down they don't mm-hmm. have to be settled down but obviously there are like Carrie and Charlotte are more the ones that want that so but they've not got it yet. like I don't I don't plan that ahead I know there are people and you get people saying like where do you want to be in 10 years and I'm like honestly as long as I'm happy and healthy I'm the exact fine. same as you because all my friends like not that they're old but they're older than me I'm always the youngest and they all have like a five-year plan or they have this or they have this and there's nothing wrong with that but I used to feel a bit like why am I not like that like is it bad I'm not like that but I really am someone I just believe that I'm always going to be working hard. What's for you won't go by you, so you don't need to have that in order to get what you want. Because it, yeah. what's meant to be will be, like exactly what you said. So I completely agree with you in that sense. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like um, I've got friends that are basically wifed off. Mm-hmm. I've got friends that are in the middle. They're dating. And then there's me. Mm-hmm. Um, who is just, I'm just not, I'm just not there yet. Like, I'm, I'm just getting to the point where I want a relationship. Like, I know I did kind of want one when we were in college. Mm-hmm. But I genuinely think, <laughs> Do you remember? Like, I know I kind of wanted one we in college and God, I want a boyfriend. Yeah. That was so funny. I feel no, like everyone goes through <laughs> stages of that. That's fine. Like, yeah, I feel like um, when we were at college, I think I liked the idea of it more. Oh, definitely. And then it's easy when you're listening to, like, you've seen us nearly every day and then there was people constantly talking about your boyfriend. So you're like, oh, I'm missing out. But you're not mm-hmm. really, like... And, like, people had loads of boy chat and I was like, oh, I don't have anything to bring to this. No, but sometimes it's just nice to listen, isn't mm-hmm. it? And just, you don't need to feel like you need to be doing the same, but it's just nice to hear what everyone else is up to. And, like, when there's um the drama that I hear about, I'm like, oh, thank God. Oh, my God, me too. And it's not until, like, I had drama and now I don't. I'm like, why did I ever, like, put up with that? Because now I, I literally have nothing to worry about to do with like boys or anything it's the nicest feeling ever I can't remember what it used to feel like to be stressing about that all the time mm-hmm. I feel like obviously I'm useless but you have like a clearer head 100%. there's no, there's and no you stress do, with it or anything yeah and you're doing things purely for you because you want to you're not you're not doing things for the wrong reasons to like maybe please someone else I'm not trying to say that every relationship's like that but I do feel like once you're with someone it's hard not to consider them in every factor of your life. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, I find that hard anyway. I want to do everything with someone that I start <laughs> to think about us instead of just me, which is so bad. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you're wrong for doing that. I feel that's a really easy thing. You get yeah. you, you get caught up in the moment. Like, yeah. even that's like, like that, speaking to boys, I get caught up in it and then you're like, yeah. whoa. But just as long as you yourself are not missing out on things that you want to be doing. Mm-hmm. But I do think you'll learn from being like that. Then you're like, oh, God, I shouldn't have done that. And that's how you learn from it. And it's not the end of the world. Yeah, it's not. It's not like, I don't really, like, with the episode and, like, Carrie, I don't really get why they made us think that that's what she wanted. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't get like there was no need for her to be asked that because she's never been interested in like the family side of life or anything before mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden yeah okay she wants that and then it's I know ahead it's not spoken about and then I, mm-hmm. okay it is kind of but it's not like that she's desperate for or anything like she's on the fence as well mm-hmm. about like the way I am she's not as sure as Charlotte so I just thought that was a bit weird but um Obviously, we have Charlotte is addicted to the rabbit. <laughs> to her rabbit, yeah. That was so funny. And they literally had to go in and, like, They had to storm in. Yeah. And, like... And put an end to the madness. <laughs> and Gary says, like, they're like, where is it? Where is it? And she's, like, in a dressing gown. And she's like, what? Like, acting oblivious. And then they say... Charlotte, you hid it behind a real stuffed rabbit. Oh, that is so you. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Like, but what is it she said when they were like, what is it the comment she made when they took it off? Or she was like, oh, I suppose I'll need to go out and um, 
real men again or something or I just need to put myself out there again she got too comfortable wasn't it yeah she got too used to it and mm-hmm. like was too wide on it yeah like she was sort of and then she was like cancelling on social <laughs> on social and a social life that's crazy it must be good by the way I know, imagine actual sorry guys I'm busy tonight that's wild just me and my rabbit I hope uh, no one's ever not oh good on they must be have no we're good we're good <laughs> getting para um but yeah no I, d- I don't think like having an arena that's mine but um I don't think uh, I'm trying to think if anyone would ever I don't think that I don't to be honest I don't know if any of my other friends have them mm-hmm. a lot of my friends have actual boyfriends that they don't oh. need <laughs> they don't oh, need mate. them like heartbreaking I bet there was a big sale during lockdown like the first one yeah, because wasn't there predicted to be like a baby boom and all that? So mm-hmm. definitely. I bet, I bet there was couples that just couldn't see each other. That this is that's what they resorted to. How funny is that? Oh god. Business was booming for the rabbit. <laughs> it's so weird, like mm, being a oh, because what I forgot to say was you'd have forgotten about a scene. Um is <laughs> before like they sort of take the rabbit off her and they're like you need your life back um really random that even that's even in a sentence that yeah <laughs> um the uh they're at yoga and they're yeah it's it's carrie and charlotte isn't it uh-huh. and i just love like there's a meme or something about that um how carrie's like legs are like Bed. she's not doing it properly mm-hmm. she's so not the fitness person whereas charlotte's properly doing the yoga do you know what i mean like her legs mm-hmm. are like like they're just total opposites like mm-hmm. carrie's all i guess she's not like a good role model in the sense she doesn't exercise she smokes drinks a lot doesn't really eat a lot you never see her eating like you barely see her eating um, whereas like charlotte's like the healthy one but like and then obviously Charlotte says she thinks her vagina's broke. <laughs> like because of the rabbit. Like, oh, and just. She's going to town on it. Just mad. Like, she got addicted to this. I mean, and it is funny that, like, she's the one. I know I've said it before, but she's. I think the one. that's that's what I liked about it. Is you just wouldn't expect it from her. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've written down Miranda has, like, nothing. In this episode, that's actually true. Like, where is she? she Does she have another act job at the time? Like, where is Maybe she? Maybe she did. She just could not be arsed that day. She didn't want to be. She didn't exactly. want to come in. She was like, I'm like, ladies to it. They do this so that. Oh my god! Oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I don't what know why. Thing? I'm tired, but I don't know why. Do you ever get that? Like, I've not worked. Once you start yawning, you can't stop. Mm-hmm. Or do you know what? Like if you don't do much in your day, you are just tired because you've just been lazying about. Yeah, you're like haven't really fully woken up. Yeah. As well. No, um, yeah, Miranda, like, was because you get it. I've also said in other things, and people will be like, you're repeating yourself. But Charlotte was like missing from a couple of episodes in a row. And then Samantha wasn't really in 
what was she not really in she's been in not really in one of them as well um and then obviously Fernanda wasn't really in this one she didn't really have like a storyline she was just there as like a supporting role <laughs> to tell them about the rap <laughs> and to be at the wedding oh her hair at the wedding by the way oof that was uh that was not, not good. a vibe not a vibe not a vibe the way they dress her in general isn't a vibe no it's not it's very um just boxy stuff it's always like baggy it's like so petite as well yeah she just kind of like gets lost in the clothes that they wear mm-hmm. they put her in, sorry and she's like not get the right shape of face for what they put her in she's like, got a long neck doesn't she uh-huh, and it makes her head look really really small when she's mm-hmm. got these big broad shoulder yeah. things on um but yeah like i feel like that i feel like we covered everything i feel like that's I can't I think. think. How did it end? God, with, that's um, Did it end it, at the Grands? Did it not end with... What is it? What was the final thing for Samantha and the fixer of her guy? <gasps> oh, like, um, they're... Oh, my God. How have I forgotten? The deal breaker. Were they not sitting one day and she just had had enough? Yeah, they were sitting and they were eating. And yeah, he said, like, are these... Whatever. He just had shit chat. He brought out his shit chat again, and I think uh-huh. she just had enough. And she realised then that her putting him in a better outfit and trying to like control the bad breath and everything was not going to change. That he was just a big boring bastard, right? Yeah. And then, um, she just stormed off, didn't she? Mm-hmm. I feel like it. Yeah, like she realises no matter what she does, he's still going to be the turtle. Yeah. Like he's not going to. Yeah. No, you can't just fix like a personality by changing an outfit no and then he then tried to fire into the lassie next to him in the restaurant didn't he i roll on to the next one do you like this shirt my girl ex-girlfriend bought it for me yeah and that's when i was like okay well clearly he's not as shy and you know clueless as he makes out then because that's with him on to the next yeah on to the next one um is that is that everything I think that's everything now. Mm-hmm. That's everything. I mean, it was an okay episode. I feel like... I actually like... forgot parts to it. Like, I completely forgot the vibrator part and I don't know how. <laughs> it was only on the sexual part. I know. Oh, my God. No, um, I feel like that and outfits and I feel like I've covered that and... It was another episode, like, Stanford's obviously popping in and out, and this was, like, one of his episodes. Um, and, like, Big wasn't really in it much. No, not at all. It was yeah. just, like, flashbacks and phone calls or the yeah wee quick moments of them here and there. Do you like Big? Uh, I feel like I've not seen it enough to have, like, opinions in these actual characters. Mm-hmm. But there's something about me from seeing the films I can't help but like him because I just feel like he's just this older gent who's just like has like really nice vibes of like looking after someone he wants to just care for her. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. then I don't know the full ins and outs. Obviously, he cheated in his last like relationship, so I can't really make a judgment about how yeah. I feel about him yet. I feel like um I've got friends that I've shown the film and. Mm-hmm with what happens in the film they're like how can anyone like him and mm-hmm. how can 
she you know be with him or whatever but because I've seen every single like the lead up and all that it mm-hmm. makes more sense yeah. and you get it more it's like that with anything though that you watch like um like I started watching Modern Family it's totally off topic but I started watching Modern Family and mm-hmm. I was like in the middle of it like in the middle of season one and my mum came in and um was like this isn't funny Mm-hmm. The jokes were like in jokes of mm-hmm. you know because you get to know them over the episode and I'm like well you don't find it funny because you've not watched it from the yeah, start yeah so you can't guess that yeah 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 it's like it's I guess it's like that with everything but um I mean I like him I think he's obviously for season one he's like her boyfriend for season one but I feel like he's a good fit for her just the way she is okay they're a bit all over the place but um she's definitely going out with worse people yeah, even in the, I'm trying to remember with the films, the first one they were meant to get married and he didn't show up. Mm-hmm. Is that right? And then the second one, that's when they went to Dubai and she mm-hmm. like cheated on him. Yeah. So I feel like I liked him, even though the first one he did, mm-hmm. like leave it at the altar. I feel like he makes up for it in the second 100%, film. 100%, yeah. Like he forgives her and... It shows him in a better light, although people are also like, but he only wants to see her like four days of the week. There's yeah, that. There's that. But they're not like a normal couple or like normal. No, they're not. And she doesn't want them to be. Exactly. So that works for them. Yeah. So I feel like if it was, if they were a pure bog standard couple, yeah, I'd be confused at that, but they're not. They. Mm-hmm. They live this luxurious life. They have their own social lives. They do mm-hmm. their own She's thing. so independent as well. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. She's very independent. Yeah. So that works for them. Yeah, I feel like that's uh, her main issue in a relationship is that she's so used and so good at being on her own that when somebody tries to, you know, get in the way of that, that yeah. goes like, I feel like, they're all like that, but Charlotte, Charlotte's quite happy to follow the guy. Yeah. Not that that's wrong. Like, if you're happy, then that's all that matters. But um, I feel like she's more inclined to do that than them. But um, yeah, do you want me to add? I'll, I've got the list. Obviously, I sent you a clip for people that don't know. I sent you a clip about um, episode 10. Yeah. So it's I've, a baby shower, isn't it? Yes. The baby show, which I can cover like on my own, um, because I haven't actually watched it yet. I was meant to, and I didn't. <laughs> I feel like I know the episode so well, and I watched the clip, but um, I've got like basically the gist of it. So in this episode, one of the things that happens is that Charlotte obviously has her baby names picked out, um, mm-hmm. and this woman that they go and see for the baby shower has stolen uh, Charlotte's baby name. And like says that you no, know, she has and like denies it and stuff. And Charlotte's really upset. And I was gonna ask, like, do you have names? Oh my god! Okay, so I, that was not in the clip, and suddenly I'm getting my back up. Like, I do not have names picked. Obviously, I have names that you like. Yeah. And when people, because I work with girls who have their baby names picked, and they're like twenty three, twenty four, and are they nice? Laughing at it. Yeah, like, a girl I work with, I know, I, I, you don't just name stick in your head because it's quite an unusual name. She wants to call her wee boy Sebastian. Right. And I, I'll always remember that. 
Seb. But, um, He'll get called Seb. Seb. We Seb. <laughs> but um, personally, no, I have not picked up baby names. I've got names I like, but I, I feel like I struggle to make decisions and I do go through phases. So there's mm-hmm. nothing that I would definitely say. But that is, I don't know whether I find it crazy or not, but I just, for me, I think that's crazy. That's something that I would struggle with if I do decide. Me too. I like girls' names are easier to pick than boys. Yeah, that's true. Boys are horrible names. You associate like names with people. So if you didn't like someone and they had that name, you can't stand that name. Mm -hmm. Like there are a lot of names I'm like, I'm never, I would never. I have a pet hate for like people milking like the spelling of a name. (sighs) Like see how you're Amy. Like oh, A-I-M-E. don't even get me started on how folks spell my name. Like, is that not just ridiculous to name someone Amy and spell it like A-I-M-E-E? It really annoys me when in life, like wherever I go, whether it's school, college, uni, somewhere where someone needs to know the spelling of my name, like my first mm-hmm. name, and they'll say to me, I'll say Amy, and they go, is that with a Y? And I'm like, well, obviously. Yeah, because I'm or normal. someone at school would say, like, you know, a teacher or something would say, Oh, is that the French way? What? You know, like A I M E E. Yeah. That's the French way. That I guess my, the way I spell it A M Y and that way are probably the most two popular ways of spelling it. So mm-hmm. I have been asked that. Do you spell it the French way? I'm like, No, because I'm Scottish. Mm-hmm. I spell it the normal way, the way it should yeah. be spelled. That's like, bizarre. And I do know someone that spells it A-M-I-E. Why? That's taking the mic. I just don't get it. Or like people, like my wee sister's Lindsay and my mum chose all our names spelling the most, you know, basic way. So everyone would always spell it right because she hates when people spell her names wrong. So I'm just E-L. Everyone always puts A-E-L. And Lindsay, one time someone put a Z in her name. A Z? yeah like literally Lindsay oh no and I was just like people honestly just make this shit up now does she spell it does she spell it with an s-a-y so just how it sounds and that's what I always say just how it sounds because you get people that it's l-y or you get instead of s-a-y you get I've seen people say s-e-y yeah I've seen that too I just don't trust those people anyway (laughs) I really don't trust What do you think about the Rachels that spell it with an A-E-L? To me, it just doesn't look right. Like, there's too many A's in that name. It just, the balance is not... Who came up with that? Someone who clearly was just bamming everyone up because, and people were daft enough to fall. <laughs> because um, my dad's auntie, um, who is no longer with us, but she was born in, like, 1922 or something and her mm-hmm. middle name is Rachel and it's the way you spell it mm-hmm. so folk were spelling it the way you're like years ago mm-hmm. like and I remember my grand being like like my grand's not related to she's my mom's mom but um her being like oh Rachel's quite like I'd say that's quite a young name for someone of an older generation mm-hmm. so someone in like the 50s 60s has started this A-E-L. Fuck it, let's just do it for a laugh. <laughs> it's like um, um, same as well. Like she's Deborah, and she mm-hmm. spells it. I'd say the normal way. D mm-hmm. is really long, but D E B O R A H, and you get folk who patch all that, and it's just 
D E B R A. Yeah. That's that's really that's annoying. But yeah. Um, like, you need to just pick a side, don't you? Mm-hmm. Like Charlotte's baby name is Shayla. Oh, okay. Thoughts on him for a girl, Shayla. I maybe feel like for Charlotte, like with them, that's okay. But if we were to call one of our kids Shayla, that would be really questionable. Like, if, I don't feel like that. Imagine that Shayla, you're done us ready. Like, imagine shouting that out the, out the door while your kids are playing. Exactly. Like, Shayla, I, no, it's a no for me, but Charlotte uh, can get away from that. Charlotte that makes me Shayla. think of, um, like, my cousin, who's a lot older, was in like, the supermarket and someone shouted, Scarlet! Like, proper yeah. shout. Like, ruined it! My mum said that she was going to call me Sarah. So, right. before I was born, she was like, oh, I'm going to name her Sarah. And then one day she was in the supermarket and she was in the queue and someone went, Sarah! <gasps> no. And she was like, I am not calling her that. I'm not calling her that. Mm. No, like, talking about stealing baby names, um... My mum was going to name me Sophie. Like, that was the name. What My mum had a lot of names. She thought I was going to be a boy, so she kind of, like, patched the girl's names. But mm-hmm. And then, hi, I'm a girl. Uh, but she had, like, a list of girls' names, like, that kind of she thought about, and Sophie was one of them. And then her friend had a baby just a wee bit before her and called her Sophie. So mum was like, well, that's Sophie gone. I'd be fuming at that. I'd be absolutely fuming. But what's funny now, though, is not because this reason, but we don't see them anymore. So she could have called me it, and it wouldn't really... Have, but she was she didn't know that at the time that they were going to do it. But that's so at that time, it was like, oh, can't call her that. Yeah, um, but also it's one of those things that, like, that would have put her off that name because it's no longer, like, her baby name. Mm-hmm. I'm quite glad. I think I... No offence to the Sophies, but... <laughs> Fuck all the Sophies, I'm glad I'm an Amy. <laughs> but I quite like, like, I don't love my name, but, you know, there are names you prefer to be called yeah. than yeah. others. Like, I don't get people that, like, unless you've got a mad name, like, I feel like that's who you are, though, so see folk who hate their name, I don't get it. Like, I'm not fussed about my name, but I don't hate it because I am just Rachel, like, that's, that's who yeah. I am. <laughs> like, there's nothing you can do about it, you just have to... you just have to live with the name you're given unless I was called something really questionable like I'm so sorry but the people who call their kids like Angel and all that (gasps) no that's a dog's name yeah it's not even a dog's name that's just wild isn't it like um no I was gonna say a name there I got to like the scale with and I thought I better not I'll tell you after (laughs) (laughs) you're slating on this like, no, um, there are people, though, for example, like, my family are quite, like, my mum's um, family are quite basic on the baby names. Like, everyone's got a really normal name, really basic, and then my cousins have had kids, and one of their wee girls is called Kira, and she was the first of, like, my uncle's grandchildren being born, and that was quite, like, a you're calling her like that's that was quite out there for the family and then my other cousin has recently had a bit I say recently like a year ago had um another baby and she's called Georgia and the chat about that was like Georgia whereas I was the only one that was like 
love that because I feel that that's quite I just think of the girl off of Love Island <laughs> like oh, yeah. I associate that name with like being quite young and current because everyone in my family yeah. like a boring name but when they were like oh we're gonna call her I was like oh I like that that's cute but like you're not gonna please everyone again like that's another exactly. thing exactly it's your it's your baby it's your decision like mm-hmm. go for it but yeah um also like baby showers obviously that is like the name of the episode and that's a big thing that they go to Connecticut and they go to this baby shower this woman that they used to hang about with when she was single um and yet I don't know but I feel like the baby shower thing obviously it's an American thing but people are starting to do them over here yeah do you not think that gender reveals are just oh gender when, reveals are when the most that annoying thing ever yeah when did it come about like when did this take off now it's the usual I think people would be more shocked if you didn't have one but Mm -hmm. I just think it's the whole like social media thing nowadays though like yeah it's if when you're pregnant you're like how am I going to announce this like that's just a way of life now which is crazy if you think about it yeah like the pressure a bit um for like women and the gender reveal I think is a bad idea I just I don't know if it's something like yeah I'd, I'd like to get married it's something I do think about like oh one day like when my wedding dress will be like this but I don't ever think oh when I have a baby I can't wait to have a gender reveal like just <laughs> can we get that pin and burst that balloon yeah. <laughs> pop that balloon cut that bit of cake <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just so like it's all over TikTok and see when I see one I skim past it because I'm like because I don't know the person I don't really care that's genuinely how I feel, but I also spoke to two girls in my work that I speak to every day. They both, one got engaged about two years ago and one got engaged, I'd say, about like six months ago, maybe a bit longer. I feel like I have no concept of time since this lockdown. <laughs> and she said that, one of them said to me that these engagement announcement videos or proposal videos or anything like that didn't really ever bother them before. It never really struck a chord. It never really made them emotional. But then when they got engaged, suddenly they have such an emotional attachment to anyone's engagement videos or proposals or even when girls come into work and they say they're getting married, like they genuinely feel like emotional thinking about it because they can directly relate to that now. Mm-hmm. So maybe when, if, if or when we go through that, we'll think differently because right now that's not something we even know if we want or not something we've considered. It's not really interesting to us. Yeah, I just... Some of them are a bit dramatic. Like, I'm being quite mean, but I'm just, because I'm not, like, big about the, woo, let's have a baby. Like, I'm just not on this, the vibe of, like, wanting any of that. But um, there was one that I saw that, that uh, it was, like, the whole family. And what were they doing? They were, like, eating a donut or something. Or it was food-related. And if... There was like one cake that had the colour in it mm-hmm. and all oh, the I think other... I've seen that. It was cupcake. Uh-huh. And, they were and all the others were just plain. Members. Yeah. It was something like that. And it, God, it took forever. I did end up watching it because I was like, I'm quite interested where this goes. But it took... I think it was like a cake pop as well. It was something strange. So It was really, uh-huh. Actually... And they're all like biting yeah. out their own and then they're like, oh, it's plain. <laughs> I was just like, what is this? Um, oh, they don't have a gender reveal 
in this episode but um pregnancy and the fact like um there is I don't know if it's in the clip or not but um all these women are obsessed with being mums yeah with their kids yeah yeah whereas Miranda and Carrie and Samantha are like oh god no whereas like Charlotte and Brace apart from like her baby name being stolen up to that point she's like loving this um and like she is like her reaction to her baby name being stolen um like she's so upset and she's kind of got the plan and you see her go to this isn't in the clip but you see her go to her apartment and she's got this box and it's filled with like pictures of like houses and holiday houses and like things that she's already picked out for her kids like she's that that desperate um Mm -hmm. well not desperate she just really wants that to be happy um what else do I have um like this kind of relates to me like the friends who want kids versus the friends who don't like Mm -hmm. in this situation they don't really want kids and all these women do and Charlotte really wants kids and they don't um and sometimes like a lot of my friends that you've never said this to me I don't think but I'm not gonna out my friends but some of my friends have said um but Amy, when you fall in love with someone, you'll change your mind. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll want kids then. I'm just a bit like, but I don't want my opinion to be changed just because mm-hmm. I've fallen. Like, does that make sense? I completely get it. Yeah, and I, I get what you're saying, but I just think they're wording it. Wrong. Wrong. You, I think they mean like when you do love someone, a lot of things that you had originally planned or you thought you felt or you thought you wanted might change but it's not because of your opinion changing or them changing your opinion it's just your feelings mm-hmm. have changed and you've, you've got these new feelings for someone else that you now consider someone else instead of you so there's things that like babies and marriage that you didn't really have to think about or consider when you were alone that when you have someone that it might be exciting for you to think about but then again I have quite a few friends that have boyfriends they want to get married and whatever and they're so happy that don't want kids and there's nothing wrong with that Mm -hmm. at all like it's a weird thing because I will not like if I never want them like I will never understand why someone would want them and they probably would never understand why I wouldn't like do you know what I mean um Mm -hmm. really just I mean no one if someone's put me like no one's ever put me down for it but that obviously is a thing in society as well um it was a lot worse like obviously my mum was my age but um I feel like it's a good thing now that more women don't want them because it takes the pressure off mm-hmm. I also think it's a shame when things are expected like I see that for my sister because her partner's family have all had kids and although that's lovely and so exciting and it's a lovely environment to be in amongst it's like they all say to her oh you're next oh before you know it it'll be you like and I think she gets her back up a bit because she's like why is that just expected of me like why is that Mm -hmm. just assumed that because everyone else wants to do it that I want to do that too like and I think it she just gets overwhelmed and I've never really thought about it because I've never had anyone say that to me but that's true like you are still pressured about it now without people don't even mean it in a bad way they just assume and maybe it's wrong to just assume these things with people I feel like the pressure for someone my age it goes in stages like I feel like the pressure for someone my age is to just have a relationship or just like someone that's single and then 
when you've been in a relationship for let's say two years at least there's then the pressure to get engaged then there's the pressure when's the wedding and then as soon as somebody's married there's like pressure of so when you have a child mm-hmm. like there's always going to be something that yeah. people are like right when's it happening like <laughs> do you remember that time though in college Lois said that we used to sit in college and say, oh, I can't wait to go to uni and do this. And I can't wait till I'm not in, you know, education and I'm working full time so I can enjoy this. And I can go on holiday. And she's like, we're constantly like wishing time away or looking mm-hmm. forward to other things. We're not actually living in the moment. Yeah. And honestly, she said that one day and I always think about it because it's true. Like you're always like, oh, I can't wait till this week's over and done with till I have the weekend to do this. Like you shouldn't think like that. Like that's... yeah. A terrible way to think long term and short term. Mm-hmm. And like, and I always do remember her saying that. Yeah, like, that's a good way to look at. It. Like, I feel like, well, one of my friends said to me, "You're only this age once, so mm-hmm. enjoy this age at the time that it is, no matter what happens, and don't think, oh, like, for example, when I'm twenty five, like exactly. I'll have all this, like." It's look at everything you have now and you're doing now and just appreciate and enjoy that mm-hmm. and 21's been pretty good so far touch wood by the way I know we're only like four months in but it's actually not bad don't even I'm so sad like I got a doctor's prescription and it said like my age was like 21 in like eight months and I was like fucking hell I'm so close to being 22 I'm so not ready for it I feel like um when you hit 22 it's just a bit meh yeah I just feel like 21 is like the best age and I feel like I didn't really get to fully enjoy that with this lockdown oh, I, I feel robbed I think that's what it is I feel robbed yeah but it's true like 21 you look forward to that but then after that it's like oh okay mm-hmm. I feel like because obviously the first three months of me being 21 were in this horrible winter lockdown um but at least I get kind of the rest for getting out of it yeah summer should be fingers crossed it will be so exciting but uh do I have anything else I mean I guess the last thing that I have um oh well there's another thing they don't know how to drive apart from Carrie yeah what was that about I'm sorry what grown women I am see I'm the odd one out for not knowing how to drive everyone else knows how to drive so it's so strange that but then I do think that they're city girls they don't Mm -hmm. really need to know how to drive but they weren't always city girls that's what they've written that wrong like Charlotte is originally from New Haven Carrie is from outside New York they never really said Uh, Miranda's family are from Philadelphia and Samantha's from somewhere on the coast so mm-hmm. like being have like I guess I live pretty close to a city that you could and have like a house but um being I know people that you know like Lois for example mm-hmm. you need a car you need to be able to drive to get or you need a pal oh, that can drive so, this is such a touchy subject for her she'll be sitting like this yeah. for me being like <laughs> I know I just thought about it and I was like oh sorry but it's so true no, it, that is it's like so people true. always are someone like Erin like obviously Erin can drive and you know because she's from like a town 
and to get to the city and to get about like the bus like when I told her that I was getting the bus about places that was like what why why are you getting the bus and I was like well if I walk Mm -hmm. to the end of my street I get on the bus and it takes me right into town in like 25 minutes Mm -hmm. that's why and it's mm-hmm. not as expensive as having to look after a car and park so there mm-hmm. is plus sides but um I just passed my test in December to me just to pass. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you how many times it's that test. Um, but you're here now but I'm here it. now thank god um and life is so much I actually got the car cleaned for the first time today that was an experience that I went to exciting. the Gorbals like oh did it, you not yeah, far was, from me I was really a uh, paranoid when I went that I was <laughs> doing everything wrong that they were like this to me like motioning me and doing <laughs> and oh I was just like oh this is pressure um but you know my car's all nice and clean now but uh, yeah I feel like they wrote that wrong especially Samantha mm-hmm. Samantha would drive although here's where they've gone wrong as well Samantha can drive in the first film well can she yeah she goes when she's like having a moment about her relationship she gets that wee dog she has like a Merc 4x4 and she's got a private reg and she's driving oh do you think I've just realized what it is you know how in America they have automatic mm-hmm. I think the car is oh, a stick yeah, maybe it is they call yeah. it a stick I would just call it a normal car but um yeah yeah I feel like I think Carrie I think that's because that appears again in season three that Carrie's the only one that can drive with like the gears that we mm-hmm. the way we would drive normally they have what is that is that so called easy. manual yeah manual so yeah yeah the majority of their cars or their cars are more automatic oh, so I they've see. got like they've got um i think my dad told me once that the way their cars were i don't know if it's the same now but um they would have their gears on the steering wheel right and they would just pull down a wheel lever and they wouldn't need to do any of the clutch control or they would just have a brake and an accelerate. That's quite strange. Like, how do they, I've always wondered, how do they do hill starts on an automatic? Oh. Do they just put their foot down I, and it goes? Confused. I don't have a scooby in me. <laughs> but yeah, I just thought <laughs> that was like weird. But it's kind of funny, um, but weird as well. And like Charlotte with that gift that she Yeah, she was so clued up, wasn't she? She's got the big gift and Miranda's bringing the gal condoms and Samantha is bringing, what is it, mm. beer? I think it's, is it not like um Scotch? Scotch, I think it's Something scotch. like that, isn't it? And she thought yeah. that BYOB meant bring your own beer, but it really meant oh, bring yeah. your own baby. Ridiculous. Um, but yeah, uh, and then the last thing I was going to ask, like, or talk about, about it was, um, this woman's like the woman that's having the baby that's baby showed it is her like storyline is that um she used to have like loads of fun in the city with her friends and then she kind of like gets a wee bit sad that that's all ending because she's having a child um Mm -hmm. and like it's kind of this thing of not seeing your friends after you have kids um Mm -hmm. it's kind of like right this is a bit out there well far-fetched for me but it's kind of like when I relate it to like the way where I'm at life when pals patch you for their boyfriends instead it's going to be they're going to mm-hmm. patch you for your kids which kids understandable right but mm-hmm. 
being patched for boyfriends I don't even want to get it it's going on in my life right now and I wish it would bugger off um <laughs> but the kids thing like this is pro- this is something that someone who wouldn't be having kids is like gonna have to really gonna have to go through um and obviously you have to be understanding but people are more understanding than others like I'll try and be so I'll babysit I'm quite happy to do that as well but yeah like people are weird about that too like when my mom and dad had me later on and the people that they hang about with had had their kids like 10 years before so they're at different stages mm-hmm. in life like mom and dad were wanting to look after me and they had to find someone to look after me for them to go on a night out whereas mm-hmm. they were at opposite ends of when that was happening like with their friends um but yeah I kind of I kind of feel sorry for like both people in both situations yeah definitely because you need to appreciate that that was such a lifestyle change for someone to have a baby like Mm -hmm. especially if she was used to this city life you know they're always out brunching and going out for drinks and dinner and suddenly you have this massive responsibility that you can't just be selfish anymore and it is hard being the friends kind of going from being with someone a lot of the time to barely seeing them at all like it being a luxury to even see them never mind go out with them and Mm -hmm. that's the part of life I do think must be scary yeah like it's just gonna be different yeah it's just a lifestyle change isn't it yeah I mean none of my friends are pregnant right now touch wood (laughs) (laughs) but when that happens I feel like I'll just need to go with the flow and accept like exactly you branch out as well and you meet people other people that are in the same situation as you like through work and stuff and you'll have so many like you know it's like you have so many different friends from like school from college from oh my friends are from all over the place (laughs) exactly there's always going to be someone who feels the same as you or who's in the same like position or situation in their life as you are Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm Right, I don't know, this didn't run out of time, which has freaked me out a bit, but it is still recording, so I'm assuming it worked. Yeah, definitely, it says recording in my screen as well. Oh, does it? Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. So I think we've been A-OK. Yeah, I think this is the longest episode I've done. Well, that's good, it's because you had someone else though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's nice to hear, like, someone else's opinion. Yeah, it was, I'm not going to lie, I was so nervous at the start. It was hard to oh, get used to. I so was I. Like, I do this every week. Not at all. I think you have aced that. You've done so well. Oh, oh good, good practice run. Good guinea pig. Defos. And do say to the other girls, because you know what is awkward at the start, but then you feel comfortable and you need that. It was just fun. Yeah, I feel like um, with like, the other people, like we could have like small talk just get to know each other a bit before a hundred percent and I think it's always good I like when you relate it to like real life situations to yourself I think that's so good mm-hmm. I kind of want I didn't want to just narrate what happens yeah but you're good at keeping on track because I'm so bad at like literally talking about one thing and then going way off topic oh well I've got my notes here <laughs> keeping you right yeah I've got like a big book that I just write like I've got it here I just so funny literally and with the tv i've got it doesn't have a remote so i can't pause or rewind so i'm like oh, what's happened <laughs> oh god but that was good that was good um 
hoping that this, this should be okay. Wait, I'll, I'll pause recording, right? Hi guys, so you'll have just listened to episode 9 uh, with Rachel and the wee cover that we did of the topics in episode 10, just about pregnancy, friends having babies, all that kind of thing for the baby shower episodes. Um, I just wanted to give a wee bit of a recap on episode 10 as we didn't go into too much detail about the scenes as we did for episode 9. Um, and yeah, I just kind of wanted to link that together. I mean, it is part of like my OCD um, to make it work, but I'm not going to go into too much detail. I just wanted to give a wee bit of background in case... Um, the reason why we're talking about certain things didn't make sense. Um, I'm sure it did make sense, but uh, I just wanted to, as the continuation of each episode, I do go into detail, but I just wanted to give a wee recap. Um, so basically the episode, or more of a synopsis actually, let's go with that. Um, sounds more professional. Uh, so the girls visit an old friend called Lainey. She lives in Connecticut and she's pregnant with her first child. Um and she's got this amazing house, it's really like the house at Home Alone, um, where they go for her baby shower. Um, obviously, three out of four of the girls aren't thrilled of going. Um, obviously, Charlotte's quite happy to go. That's her thing, like, she can't wait for her own baby shower. Um, she's not got a boyfriend, but she can't wait for her own baby shower. Um, and, yeah, they go and they visit um, Lainey. Lainey's a bit of a controversial guess person more than character um she was a bit wild when she was single and now she's had to like calm down um a bit well she feels that she had she's had to um moving out to Connecticut get married and obviously she's pregnant and yeah she kind of struggles that the episode does kind of show like a nicer side to her that she's like just struggling um with her life changing so much and she sees it or sorry can't speak four of her uh, old friends are still like living the life that she used to live and at first you think she's quite happy to be away from that and then you realize that she's a wee bit jealous and misses it and so we have that kind of storyline we also have charlotte's baby name being stolen um laney decides if she wants to be girl she's going to use charlotte's baby name that she had picked out and there's a bit of tension between that and we also have Samantha who has like never wanted children um, and she always had a wee bit of rivalry between Lainey. We, turns out the show is a wee flashback. Um, so Samantha throws a I don't have a baby party um, which is so Samantha. So yeah we have that sort of going on. Um, with Carrie it's more of a pregnancy scare episode. Her period's late. And she kind of wonders, is she next to have a child? Um, and she kind of thinks this when she's at this baby shower. And Miranda sort of says that she doesn't really want kids. She's had a pregnancy scare, but um, she obviously wasn't pregnant. Uh, so yeah, we have that going on as well. Um, and yeah, it's I really like the episode. I um, like it because it's not... I feel like in a lot of TV before this, it's kind of stereotypical for women to want kids and a lot of things you see that um, that women, maybe not in a modern day thing, but a lot of older things kind of make it out like every woman, every girl wants a child and you know, three out of the four women in the show don't want that. Um, 
So yeah, it's kind of nice to see both sides and turns out Carrie isn't pregnant, so it's all good. Um, she gets her period. But yeah, it's a really good episode. I would definitely like, there is a four minute clip on YouTube that basically covers it um, and it is quite funny. Um, just like the sort of the contrast between the girls' opinions and seeing how they're like, like they do kind of judged for the way they still choose to live but it's because they haven't met anyone or because they don't want that, you know, there's nothing wrong with that um, and yeah, it's a really good episode so that's just a wee cover um, for the background of it um, and yeah, I really hope that you enjoyed sort of the whole episode or um, that I've put up for episode 9 and episode 10, like just whole sort of coverage of it and yeah next week will be episode 11 and then we have episode 12 which is the final episode of season one um that's just flown in um so yeah i'm gonna be i don't know whether to put 11 and 12 together but also have exciting stuff happening in season two and i'm going to do things a little bit differently as well and yeah i'll give like more information on episode 12 of this season um so yeah i hope you guys enjoyed happy friday and uh, i will have an episode out next week